This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center. Going into space, mathematics, quantum mechanics, the secrets of the universe, it's all there. Life is fiery with its beauty, its incredible detail. Tuning into it, they want to shatter your mind, talking about Justin. Yeah, uh, it's it's about 10 p.m. I have all the lights off in my apartment, and sometimes this is how I used to record raps. I would just say like "lights out." It'd be it'd be "lights out" in in Studio Kilikai, you know. And so that's that's what it is. It's "lights out" in MK Ultra and the MK Ultra Show. I mean the MK Ultra Show. Whatever, right? Tomato, tomato. So we're here. Uh, the moon's pretty bright. The uh, you could you could hear the wind in the trees. You know, it's got a nice summer breeze, summer night. Um, a little bit cooler, and uh, yeah, just got done checking out this Anthony Bourdain documentary. It was uh, really awesome. Yeah, he was a hell of a writer, and he was also an addict. Uh, yeah, man, and you know, I didn't really know that he got into jujitsu either you know I didn't really know a lot about this guy at all to be honest with you because I've just never really been into the whole uh, culinary world and stuff and you know I've seen parts unknown here and there of the show but this documentary gives you some really amazing insight into this guy's head and there was a lot of things that I identified with I actually didn't watch the whole thing I'm gonna restart it uh, watch it from start to finish but definitely was captivated by some of his thoughts and writing and just, yeah, the way his mind works, man, I can relate to a lot of those things. So was, uh, was feeling a little bit, I don't know, creative, I guess is the word. Um, like I had to kind of let, let something out, you know, I wasn't really planning on talking tonight. I'm really tired. Didn't get great sleep last night. And we're here at 10 o'clock, uh, weekdays. I'm usually in bed by nine. Yes, I'm a grandpa. I'm well aware. But so, yeah, we're here and just going to kind of talk about what's going on, you know, off the cuff, straight up freestyle, off the rip, no script, you know. And uh, just was, you know, kind of taken, taken back by the documentary and just started thinking about wanted to ask myself, I was asking myself this question is like, what makes you itch, right? Like what, what is that thing? What is that itch that you need to scratch for me? And, you know, I'm asking myself that and I'll tell you what it's not is selling Medicare plans 
you know, that doesn't fulfill me being an insurance salesman. But um, we live in a capitalistic society, so, you know, definitely have to pay the bills and all that jazz. Dream job, I was talking about this with a friend tonight. Obviously, it'd be really cool to do, like, radio or podcasting or whatever. Um, But, yeah, also doing something like journalism. And I don't mean, like, Washington Post living the East Village and you write for the fucking uh, Onion or the Deep State about the uh, downfall of, you know, traditional values and virtues and you have purple hair and you identify as non-binary even though you don't know what the fuck that means, and you're genderqueer, but you have a boyfriend, and you're only choosing that label for yourself to stand out and stand up against the mainstream, Uh, but on the same token, you have a uh, group of people that you only associate with, and we'll just call them Antifa, for a lack of better term right now, okay? And so you want to go against the um, common traditional society, but like my friend said, you're only, you're, you're doing the same thing because you only hang out with people who have neon hair and who are queer and are non-binary and who... Um, want to save the environment, but you live in a city full of smog and anyone that wants to farm crops and grow grains on a beautiful, picturesque, uh, rural backdrop is a racist. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of backwards, you know? You ever drive around the country? How beautiful is this earth? How beautiful is God's country, for real? And then you go to, like, San Francisco, and the air is, like, a brown. It's not even, like, clear. You can see the musk, and you can see, you, you know, you, you, you can see the socialism, right? You, you, can, you can literally, like, smell the communism. I don't know. Um, you know, trying to paint pictures with my words here. Um, so, God, that was a tangent, wasn't it? What was I talking about? What makes you itch? What, what is your ultimate destiny? What is your dream job? What would you do if money was not an object? And I don't mean if you have fuck you money, where money, you have so much of it that it's not an object. No, that's not what I mean. What I mean is, if money did not exist, if money ceased to be a necessity, what would your dream job be? What would you do if you had, you lived in no fear of making or breaking it, or 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 getting, you know, to that level of, you know, your career that you want to be at, or if you could just do fucking anything, what would you do? And, you know, I ask myself this question a lot along with, like, 
you know, what, what, um, what brings happiness, right? Just like a lot of kind of silly, dumb questions that we ask ourselves. And there's every, everyone has their own answer and everyone's a fucking influencer or a guru, right? Um, people who are like these like life coaches or these self-help, you know, coaches, um, but they can't even tie their own shoes, you know? It's like that quote from, and yes, I know he's canceled, but the Woody Allen thing from Annie Hall, great film. What was it? What was the thing? He said, um, those who can't do, teach. Okay. And those who can't teach, well, they teach gym class. So, you know, um, I think if I could do anything, and this is just my answer today, August 2022, it could change tomorrow. But right now at 10, 11 Eastern Standard Time, my my dream job, honestly, would be like broadcasting kind of like this, but with like real life shit, like real scenarios, like war uh, correspondent, you know? You ever heard of uh, Sebastian Younger or... Uh, yeah, there's there's other people, but basically journalists who don't work for these woke ass media companies who have a rainbow for June and then they wash it off in their hands in July and keep going, you know, not those kind of journalists, not the kind of journalists that went to Duke or Chapel Hill and, you know, they uh, they 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 tweet from their thousand dollar iPhone about eat the rich but their uh, parents have a stunning estate on a golf course in Ballantyne. You know, those not those kind of people. Not the kind of people that were on the dean's list at Wake Forest or Virginia Tech University or Ohio State. Not those types of journalists. Those aren't journalists. Those are frauds. IMO, in my opinion, those are frauds. Those aren't real journalists. A real journalist, right, is somebody whose hair is fucking graying, who is, you know, balls deep in, like, 12 books, um, and he has notebooks stacked to the top, and he's traveling to fucking Libya and Estonia, and he's, he's getting these stories out for people that can't fathom how shit some of the world is you know he has to put on a bulletproof vest when he's when he's filming writing or broadcasting or the like and a helmet because shrapnel could take off his fucking face that's what i see as a journalist and i think that would be a very fulfilling and exciting career live dangerously ladies and gentlemen you know, it's not about arriving to your casket peacefully and put together. It's arriving to your casket with a muddled shirt and ripped shoes and a scar across your face going, wow, what a fucking ride. That's how I want to live. So this is, this is how I want to convey that. And that's how I want to live. And selling Medicare isn't doing it for me. Ah. Once in a while, I'll have a nice, a nice 
phone call with, you know, an old grandma in Wisconsin, and she'll say, oh, you're so sweet. You know, if you were at my house, I'd make you some cookies. That's all fine and dandy, Granny, but, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to live life um, on the edge, you know. I don't want to say I'm an adrenaline junkie because I don't like heights. I don't like roller coasters. I don't really like going fast. But mental stimulation is the cresp of creation. That doesn't make sense, but it was a rhyme, not alliteration. So, yeah, just like mentally being stimulated and, you know... um, just being like, wow, I feel alive right now. That's what I want to do. Okay. So I looked into firefighter, cop. Let's be honest. I know a fireman. He's never put out a fire. He sits on a fucking picnic chair at the firehouse and uh, he plays uh, words with friends or whatever on his iPhone, you know, or throws footballs with the the fellow um, fire firemen, you know. Um, I don't even know if he's ever saved a cat out of a tree, you know. I don't even know. Is that a real thing? Um, you know, I'm not saying I want to run into a burning building on 9-11, but uh, I'm also saying, you know, that uh, those guys are fucking heroes, man. That's what I'm saying. People forget about 9-11, you know, 7-11 was a part-time job, 9-11 was an inside job, got that, okay, 9-5 was a full-time job, and it sucks sometimes, but uh, again, you got to, uh, you got to pay your dues, pay your rent, you got to make money, you know, slave to corporate America, Um, so that's why I don't necessarily identify with one side, you know, I um I'm I'm definitely for freedom in every right in every right right instead of uh you know being at work and dialing outbounds dialing outbounds I'd rather be uh I don't know in Yemen fucking trying their cuisine and you know talking to a mother who just lost her husband to the fucking jihad and uh you know seeing how they live out there, or, um, I don't know, maybe uh, climbing a mountain in the uh, Tabal, t- uh, Tabal, no, uh, Tibet or Nepal region, you know, with a sadhu and, uh, you know, meditating with a monk out there or, you know, meeting a uh, descendant of a Nordic Viking up in uh, Iceland and... Uh, doing a cold plunge with him and uh, emulating Wim Hof, you know? Or going to Thailand and learning how to train at uh, Tiger Muay Thai, you know? Living, living life. Uh, instead, we're cooped up in our, in our three, you know, our boxes, and then we, we, we go into a box and we drive to another box, you know? And then we sit in that box, and then we drive back to our other box. Repeat. So uh, maybe I need to grow some balls, man, and take a risk. 
and uh you know itch itch the itch i don't know i don't know what that looks like cuz uh i'm afraid you know and i like stability and i like comfort and i like knowing where when my next paycheck's going to come and i like knowing that i could buy a fucking poke bowl down the street and put on hbo and kick up my feet I'm on a little rhyme session tonight, if you can dig that. So um, just being creative, man, honestly, though, is, is awesome, you know, and just acting and being funny and being a goofy little fuck. Uh, just being myself. That's where I thrive the most. And it's so funny because the older I get, you know, the uh, the more I learn, the less I know. I used to want to be... Eminem or Mac Miller when I was a kid, but I couldn't put down the pills. Now I'm healthier than I've ever been. And, uh, you know, I'm actually thinking about goals and stuff. You know, at the same time, I don't think life's that important. I don't think it's like um, this huge, like, poetic fantasy that has to be obsessed about like Ooh, life i'm so important what should i be what should i do it's like just get a fucking job and eat some food and take a shit when you have to um i kind of identify with that but you know i also want to have some sense of adventure and have a fucking story for my grandkids one day you know um and uh learn some beautiful words and listen to some amazing music and you know explore different types of culture and see different landscapes and weather and climates and mountains and the sea and you know it's just a beautiful life that we have here and so many of us are tied down to our own little you know our our, our own self and we're so self-involved that um we don't really step out of the box so I know I'm going back and forth because you know I really am a homebody but uh lately as uh starting this podcast and just kind of honing in on my creative nature more i'm finding that there's more to life than selling medicare plans there's 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 more of that itch to scratch uh scratch that itch that's what i meant to say not itch that itch it's funny because sometimes i'll record a pod and then i'll listen to it and i'll be like dude you meant to say this or you meant to say that. Like last last week, the one I did with my uncle talking about rapping about salt. I felt so dumb because what I was trying to say was like, he put down the salt in front of me. He wasn't saying you have to rap about salt. He was just saying you have to be able to rap about anything that comes in front of you if you want to be a freestyle rapper. Anything. If someone says, I want you to rap about this pen, or I want you to rap about that football, or I want you to rap about that chicken wing, whatever the fuck it is, you know, or that voter fraud, or... That's uh, that 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 that's shooting cover up, or the uh, the vax mandates, or nine eleven. You know, whatever. I'm just being weird. Um, you know, I yeah. It was funny because I I got some viewers in the first couple episodes, and uh, I think I got a little excited, and then uh, I got to that I got to that place of uh, my ego started to come out, and I and I wanted to get more viewers and shit, and. You know, um, I always stay true to what I was saying and what I believed in, but this episode ain't for that. This episode is for me, man. Lights out in MK Ultra Studios here. You know, it's at night. 
The moon's out, like I said, and I'm just howling at the moon, baby. I'm just living. I'm here. This is my life. I'm just living one day at a time. You just never know what tomorrow brings, you know? You never know. You never know if tomorrow will be your best day on planet Earth or your last day on planet Earth, you know? Uh, today is the oldest I've ever been, but it's also the youngest I'm ever going to be. So I really need to fucking attack, find that, find that itch and scratch it, you know? And maybe tomorrow I'm going to wake up and go, yeah, no, I'm just going to have chips and listen to, you know, this podcast or uh, watch this comedy special or play this video game or lift this these weights again you know tomorrow might be different maybe tonight i'm just feeling feeling that creative outlet you know any of my creative people out there you know certain hours of the day are more creative than others you know there's an argument for musicians and singer songwriters and painters and everything sculptor sculptors whatever all any type of artist um their creative juices flow late hours of the night early morning you know talking like 3 a.m uh, just ripping cigs. Uh, what's that guy? Bukowski. He was a fucking alcoholic drunk, but he'd be up at like, you know, 4 a.m. bottle of whiskey, smoking darts all night, and just writing into oblivion. That's where some people's best best work has been crafted and created, man. So I like real things. I like I like emotional. I like raw. You know. Put down the fucking Spider-Man movies and, you know, pick up the, the un, unfiltered, uncensored documentaries or the, the raw stand-up comedy where it's just you and the microphone or you and the camera, you know? And there's not, there's not uh, hair and makeup and there's not overhead from NBC and the suits telling you what you can and cannot say because they're fear of getting canceled. That's why I fuck with Louis C.K. so much. He's making his comeback. I don't care if you don't like Louis C.K. Don't listen to my podcast. I don't give a shit. That man put out uh, two or three stand-up specials on his website and won a Grammy and two Emmys. On his website because he was smart and he said, well, Netflix canceled me. Uh, HBO's not going to do a deal. You know, YouTube won't do it. Um, and not even Spotify or Patreon, because those are corporate entities. He said, I'm going to do louisck.com. And that's where it's at, man. Being true to who you are and what you believe and what you believe should be said. Every side has a story. You know what I mean? So which one do you want to listen to? Or do you want to listen to the MKI Ultra Show or do you want to listen to fucking NPR? I don't care. You know, you want to listen to Jimmy Fallon and those hacks, or do you want to put on a real comedian like Shane Gillis, you know, or Tim Dillon? Those guys know what's up. Shane Gillis is the man. He was uh, barred from SNL after he got hired because they found him, uh, they found a clip of him saying some racist shit. Jimmy Fallon did blackface in like early, late 90s or whenever that was. I don't care to look it up, but I know he did blackface, so, you know. It's a pot calling the kettle black is what it is. It's a hypocrite is what it is. So, you know, um, most people are full of shit. 
Everybody has opinions. Um, and opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. And most of them stink. All right? So that's, that's what it is. About 24 minutes in. It is what it is. Life goes on. Or like the great Mac Miller said, so it goes. Good night, y'all. So it goes, so it goes.